With this week's Press Lunch and Audio, you're going to hear from inside linebacker Drew Lewis, head coach Mike McIntyre, and then wide receiver Bryce Bobo. Cool. Inside linebacker Drew Lewis, questions for Drew? So Drew, um, obviously anytime you play Washington State, Mike Leach comes back to their offense and how much they pass, how many yards they acquire, how many points they score. Just talk about what you see on film from Washington State and a Mike Leach team that makes them so effective. Um, you know, their quarterback's definitely a talented quarterback, as you guys all know. and He's uh, one of the main uh, playmakers on their offense, so took a big emphasis on wanting to stop him. Uh, we saw last week's game where Cal, Cal was able, able to uh, effectively stop their offense, and we want to mimic that in different ways. And, uh, yeah, we want to lock down that pass game. We know he's notorious for passing the ball. They, they pass the ball way more than they run the ball. So we want to stop that and force him to run the ball, uh, you know, different stuff like that. But I think we, uh, we are doing a whole lot, and I think we're in a pretty good shape right now as far as wanting to stop their offense. Drew, you've been in the neighborhood for about five or six sacks this year. Just have not quite got there. Is that, is that something you're hungry to finally get, get that one? Yeah, no, I hear you on that because it's been uh, multiple times where I get close to the running back and I'll, I'll get in the pocket and I'll be able to pressure him, but I can't like finish sometimes. So I want to be able to uh, change that stat a little bit. Uh, definitely, yeah, something that I've been thinking about. Talking to Trey, and he said uh, um, that it's not a complicated offense that Washington runs. It's actually a pretty simple offense that makes it effective. Do you agree with that? That it's not really a complicated scheme. It's just they do a lot of simple stuff really well. Absolutely. You know, it's a matter of how well they you know uh, execute their simple tasks. You know, they run a lot of deuce formation, just simple two by two, and they'll run the ball. They'll pass the ball out of that. So we want to um, we want to shut down. We want to win our one on ones. Battles, you know, if everyone can win their one-on-one -on -one battle, that's a win for the defense on every snap. So, uh, yeah, we just got to do the regular stuff really well, you know. Drew, now that we're past the halfway point of the season, I'm wondering kind of what relationship you've developed with uh, DJ Elliott, just being that he's a first-year guy here. Yeah. How have you seen him kind of grow close with his team, and what have you learned about him you know, through these past few months? Uh, I've been, I learned a lot from DJ. You know, he's a great coach. He's he's real hands-on, and he gets to know everybody, and he'll, like, teach you up, you know, one-on-one -on -one personally. So. I feel like that's definitely uh, beneficial, but I really like him as a person. Uh, he's the kind of coach who he's a he works real hard at making you know game game time adjustments and working on the fly. And uh, when you screw up, he's not going to be the one to chew you out. You know, he's going to work with you and help you uh, help the team get better. So I really appreciate that. But he's a great coach, really. So he's he's getting better. We're getting better at playing under him. And I feel like the chemistry is getting better. Talking about in-game adjustments, it seems that for the first time in a little while in that second half against Oregon State, you guys were really able to get some pressure on the quarterback. Did you notice that? And how much does that help you guys when you're able to effectively pressure? It helps a lot, you know, because going into that game specifically, we uh, were kind of like thinking about doing some things, but they chose some, you know, different things as far as what we would show. So it kind of got a little bit sketchy towards like the, the halfway point, but we made some checks and uh, we were able to effectively, you know, get some some pressure on the quarterback. Uh, not myself, obviously, but with some other guys get in there late game. Like, you know, we had some D linemen. We had Leo Jackson make some plays. That was good. Caused the interception. Right, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not giving myself credit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're right. When you guys kind of assess some of the issues you've had with stopping the run, what do you think is preventing this team from being a stout defensive run unit? Um, you know, it kind of does vary from game to game, but I feel like when it comes down to it, uh, 
It's just execution. It's always one person who might make a mistake. You know, might uh, play front side when they put, should have played backside, and that'll cause you know a four or five yard gain every time. So when teams look at us and they think that our defense is stout, I think that's what they're what they're talking about. Uh, we're getting better at that. You know, every day we're trying to um, finish finish plays off, and we need to come together as a defense. And you know, everybody needs to be able to finish the play. There can't be one person that you know lacks a play. I'm sure you look back at that Arizona game. It's a lot of things you wish you could change, but with what Khalil Tate's done since then, yeah. does that provide any sort of solace for you guys that you're not the only ones that he's embarrassed like that? <laughs> That's funny, but um, we we watched that on the way on the flight back actually from the game this last week. We were all watching that game, and uh, it was kind of interesting to watch him do that against another defense. Uh, they kind of had similar uh, problems as we did. You know, they didn't wrap up, and when Khalil Tate would make a you know a cut. Uh, you know, cut back or something. He, you know, have the whole field in front of him. So uh, I wouldn't say it makes me feel any better, but it kind of just, uh, it kind of makes sense, you know, for what happened a little bit. But yeah, we're not too focused on that now. We're kind of just looking at Wazoo. More questions for you? Yes. Uh, all right. Thank you, Drew. Thank you. All right. There you go. Hey, um, first, uh, I don't know how Mike Leach does it, but you can get the son of Zeus to play D-line for you. It really helps you. Um, Hercules is an amazing player. Um, he's so active, um, and they do a great job of how they use him. Um, and then, of course, um, Luke Falk. Um, he can make every throw, um, and uh, it's amazing how much stuff he checks when you actually keep watching the tape over and over and over. He's checking every single play, basically. So. Um, he does a great job. They've got an excellent team, and uh, it's always uh, um, uh, it's fun watching them on tape. Just hope it's not fun watching them Saturday. So uh, I'll take any questions at this time. Is Luke Falk an NFL quarterback in your eyes? I, <laughs> I'm, I'm not in the NFL, um, but uh, he can throw it. He can make all the throws. He reads it. He, he um, he's not this guy, but he reminds me a little bit of Tom Brady, the way he manages, the way he gets the ball out of his hand, the way he can see the blitzes coming, how he sits in there and moves and stays open and get, you know, moves and makes throws. Um, he reminds me of him. I mean, of course, Tom Brady's the, you know, unbelievable. He's not that. But in the way he operates on his college um, game, he, he, he's like that on, on the fields he's playing on now. Coach, uh, sounds like you might have addressed this a little bit yesterday, but are you expecting Washington State maybe coming out with a little more chip on their shoulder, a little more edge, uh, given the way they played and the way that game went down for them um, on Saturday? Yeah, I mean, they always play hard. It, that was a weird game. Um, uh, you know, they moved the ball. Um, they did some things. They played pretty good on defense. They really did. It kind of got away from them. You know, anytime you have seven turnovers, of course, Cal calls a few of those, but – Washington State calls quite a few of them themselves. It was kind of just a weird balls bouncing in the air and tipping off. And um, I, uh, um, I definitely think they'll come out and, and play hard. I thought they, I thought they tried to play hard in that game. I thought just sometimes the bad bounces happen. Um, maybe they'll have another week of bad bounces. That'd be good. You talk about everything Luke Falk does before uh -huh. the ball snaps. Was this one of those games that is kind of like a chess? I mean, obviously you have to execute once the ball's in action, but is this like a chess match between him and your defense before the ball snaps? Uh, I think it's got to be a little bit. Our guys got to know right where to be. They got to understand, um, you know, if his first option's not open, he's able to go to second and third option. 
Um, you know, it looks like to me sometimes, and and I don't think um, they don't. I don't know exactly what to say it, but it looks like to, you know he's holding the ball sometimes to get the ball downfield, and I really don't think um, Mike Leach cares if he takes a few sacks. Um, honestly, because he knows if he keeps doing that and he's going to his right reads, eventually that big play, that other play is going to come open, if that makes sense. They want him to sit in there and go through his keys and read it and see it. Of course, they don't want to take sacks, but I do think sometimes he'll give up a sack to be able to know that next time they'll run the same play, he'll hold it and get it to the guy. Because uh, it's amazing how he can – he's almost like he's got eyes in the back of his head sometimes. What do you think it is about Mike Leach and that system that allows them offensively at least to kind of reload year after year? They lost some receivers last year, but it seems like – Well, they, they get good receivers for coming in. You know, it took him a little while to, to build the offense, you know. Um, and now that he's got it set, all the backups know it, all the receivers know it, all the quarterbacks know it, all the running backs know it, all the linemen know it. Um, it's a system that they have, and they, he's done a good job with it. It's, you know, it's so key on how that quarterback – I mean, he checks everything. I mean, it's it's pretty amazing what he does. When you go up against a team that has improved so much defensively, is it something where you think they're just better at what they do this year? Um, yeah, they've got a um, they they've got a lot of kids back from last year. Um, they're playing hard and uh, and reckless. Um, I think that their secondary is playing better this year than it did last year. I think they're a little more aggressive and. Um, been able to contest more balls and contest more third downs, um, and uh, you know, um, in, into the system they, they do a good job. They, and they got some active guys up front that um, you know make some plays that can harass the quarterback by themselves, which is always key. Mike, now that you've had a you know full half a season with DJ Elliott as your defensive coordinator, mm-hmm. what have you learned about the guy through these first six games, especially maybe through some of the adversity you guys have? Yeah. Um, uh, number one, DJ's an excellent coach. He knows the system well. He has a great attitude all the time. Uh, not a finger pointer, you know, just a real team guy. Um, been very impressed with that and, and how he's worked with the staff and how the kids have kept responding to him. And um, you know, it was even, you know even Saturday um, as we got going down there, all those kids believed in what we were doing and what he was doing, and it showed at different times there, especially in the last drive and. We hadn't been able to do that the last couple of times to get it there, but they had enough fortitude to do it again, and they made plays. It wasn't like the other team didn't make plays. We made plays, and because uh, sometimes it falls in your lap, you know, <laughs> and and then we made plays there to to get it done. So I thought that was good, and I think that shows that they believe in him and he believes in them. Sort of a follow on that. You're a defensive-minded head coach. Mm-hmm. When your defense is struggling, will you dip your hand into more of the day-to-day operations yeah. just because of your knowledge, or, or do you try to stay back at least a little bit? No, I, um, I'm pretty much hands-on in every phase. Um, now, I'm not a dictator in every phase, but I know what's going on in every phase. You know, some head coaches are on one side of the ball. They don't have a clue what's going on the other. I'm in every single phase. I, I meet with every single phase. I'm going to make sure that um, I feel like we're all going in the right direction. And I'm also trying to be a sounding board. I don't try to be, you know, they'll ask me, you know, like offense, ask me, coach, they're doing this coverage. How would you attack this? Well, here's a thought. And, you know, special teams, we're talking about our depth and how we want to do it and how our kickers kick. And so, you know, I'm involved in all all those phases of it. Um, and uh, so, therefore, they can, you know, ask a question, make a decision, and, and it's an informative decision. It's not something they're doing on their own. And later on, I go, why did you do that? You know, I want us all to be on the same page. And I think that that – I know, not, don't think it, it creates um, continuity, it creates trust, and – 
when everything's going good, you know, it's good. When everything's going bad, I, so I, um, you're always together. And uh, you're going to have that throughout a season, throughout a game, throughout a week. <laughs> so um, I try to be there for all that area. You guys had a quarterback sack for a couple of weeks, but you had been getting hurries on, on mm -hmm. the quarterback and forcing things. How important is it to keep getting those hurries on a guy like Falk and make him? Yeah, it, it's important um, to, to create, um, you know, some hurries on him. There's no doubt. It's, it's important to, to be able to hit him a little bit. Um, too, and uh, you know he does a, They do an excellent job. Their offensive line's huge. They do an excellent. He he he's able to get rid of it when he wants to, and then when he's trying to get something downfield, he'll hold on to it a little bit. Um, but he, yeah, we definitely need to be able to to get to him a little bit. Um, th there's no doubt. Um, Drew Lewis has been in the quarterback's back pocket about five times, but hasn't gotten that sack. Is is that something you ever talk to him about? Say you're uh, far away? Well, he knows, but he tell you, he's. He, as you watch the film, he's harassed a lot of throws and a lot of hurries and a lot of different things like that. You know, his play Saturday, I'm glad it wasn't a sack. I'm glad it was a, a barely there and an interception. You know, that was a huge play in the game. I talked to a few of your defensive players about Mike Leach. You know, he has the moniker of being an offensive genius. Yeah. And they all seem to say it's not an exotic offense. It's actually relatively simple. Is that how you see it? Um, his and in anything, it's all in the execution and what the guys on the field can do. Um, and he's he's a he's. Um, I've never worked with him, but he must be an unbelievable teacher, and his staff must be an unbelievable teachers in how they execute what they do. Um, but the the whole key is he has a connection with that quarterback, and he knows exactly what he wants to do. Um, and uh, um, that's where I see the the genius in it is he's able to be an extension of him and know where he wants to go with it, know what he wants to do. And, um, you know, it's uncanny how sometimes they – how they get in that play, how they get in that play, and that's how he's able to do it. Was that something that you had with Sefo last year? Um, yeah, Sefo had um, ability to do that a lot um, and was able to see things and do things um, and uh, um, had groomed into the system. He, you know, we did it a little bit different. You know, he had different runs and different things that we did you, um, to the strengths of what he did. Um, but, yeah, it was similar in a lot of ways, yeah. How about Jacob Callier's progression? It seems like he's one of the guys that's really been able to help you, especially in the second half against Oregon State, kind of pressure. Yeah, yeah. Jacob uh, it has a knack to pass rush. He's um, he's getting better and better uh, every game. He gets a little bit better. He's uh, playing a little bit more every game, um, and uh, we're excited about Jacob um, throughout the rest of this year and his career. I think he I think he can be a well. He he is a very good pass rusher. I think he can end up being a, an a excellent pass rusher as he keeps getting better and better and, and improving and understanding. Um, you know, how to go against college tackles every day, and, he, and he's starting to show that. Mike, what do you think is the biggest difference between this defense and some of your best run-stopping defenses from the past? Just when you kind of compare what you guys have been able to do uh -huh. some of those more stat defenses, what, what, what's the gap there? Well, I mean, I just think that, you know, our um, you know our, our D-line um, last year was really stout. Our D-line this year, we've been, you know, a couple of them have been hurt, um, having to play a little bit more. Um, and uh, that's an area that we, you know, when you're really good there, it shows up. All of a sudden, you stop them on a third down, a, a first down play go instead of going for five, it goes for two, and now it's second and eight instead of second and five. Just little things like that. The pile falls forward. Um, also, you know, we um, fitting some things up, um, you know, right in the secondary or knocking down a pass here or there, um, you know, make a big, big difference on it. Um, you know, and you know, we're, um, you know. Like, like everybody thought too, and I think we've, you know, we've had some tough times and had some really good games, 
Um, I knew it would be a little bit of a growing experience when you have eight of those guys went to the NFL teams last year. I mean, it's just – and they'd all played a lot of plays. And they see things. And now our guys can see things. And, you know, even um, – they we've had some good moments. We've had some really tough moments. Um, and uh, you just got to – the whole thing is you just got to just keep working with them, keep maturing, and all of a sudden they'll get a little bit better and a little bit better. And, and so now it's second and eight, not second and five. It's – you make a play on third and six. You don't let them get past the sticks. You knock it down on – you know, those type of things. And uh, hopefully we can uh, make some more of those. Saw that Tedrick was back at practice. You mentioned yeah. Are you able to keep in touch with them? Yeah, I do. I, I do talk to those guys every once in a while. Um, uh, matter of fact, Cepho's coming to the game Saturday. Uh, his parents were at our game last week. I talked to them a long time afterwards. And um, and uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing him. I've, you know, I've, talked, I've talked to all those guys. Um, and uh, so it's, it's it's been good. And uh, I think Spruce just got picked up last night, um, I was yes. told. So. You know, he's been up to a couple games. So we do stay in touch with those guys. It's not on a daily basis, but I would say, you know, once a month, every couple of weeks with a couple of them, they show up. They, they, they know they can come around. They can come to office. They can come practice. They can come to games anytime they want to come. We love having them around. Mike, uh, Derek currently seems to be getting a little bit better as the season goes along uh-huh. more back in the flow of things. Um, how, how key is he as you guys try to generate more of a pass rush here? These last few games, how key is he to that? He's key. Um, you know, he well, he had one on the very first drive the other day. I mean, he was a – I don't know how the guy got the ball off. And they caught it on that third down. Go, if we, if we're that much closer to sack foam, we pick it up, you run it in, it changes the whole game. I mean, that's those are things you're talking about. You're just so close. Um, but you got to make them. Close is only counts in what, horseshoes and hangar nades? I was always told as a little kid, so it doesn't count in football. Um, and uh, but yeah, he is getting better and better. He he made a couple really big plays the other day. They ran a reverse, and he came out of there. If he doesn't get the guy's leg, and he, great effort. Then they ran a wheel route on him with 34. And he ran right down the sidelines because a team a play that was run on us earlier in the year, they copied it, which we've been. Pra- he sees it, runs. You know, I mean, so he he is doing better and better, and uh, he, he's just a phenomenal kid. And I think he'll make some. I don't. I don't think he'll make some big plays here as we go. Yeah, um, defense, offense, and special teams. Don't forget that. <laughs> he made a couple plays on the defensive line. Yeah, uh, the, other, the other day. He did. Um, do you feel like he's getting uh, more comfortable in that regard? And with some of the the adversity you've gone through with yeah. the defensive line, um, how valuable has it been having him there? Uh, extremely valuable, and uh, he he played really well um, for us the other day in the game, um, and he made some really big blocks on offense too. Um, and did some really good things, and he's a um, a big, big part of our football team. And um, you know, he, he's doing really well on the defensive line. And he, yeah, he is getting more and more comfortable in there. You're correct. Mike Leach makes a habit of answering questions at his press conferences that have nothing to do with football. And I know you're aware of this. Um, if you don't mind, I just want to get your take on a couple questions he's asked. He's been asked recently. Oh no! Do you believe in Bigfoot? Do I believe in Bigfoot? Wow. Um, I guess if I saw Bigfoot, I would. Okay. Do you believe in aliens, life on other planets? Wow, that's an interesting question. There's a lot of galaxies out there. I, I, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I'm not going to go on one of his rants. I wonder what he would say. Is Seinfeld the best TV show ever? Wow, that's a good one. You know, most of the kids these days don't even know who Seinfeld is, right? Um, yeah, Seinfeld had, had his moments. There, there, there's no doubt. I, I enjoyed Seinfeld. I really did. Um, and, uh, um, yeah, it, the, the scenes in that 
were amazing. Um, what was the guy's name that worked for the Yankees? Um, his George Stanford. Yeah, oh, yeah. He, he, he was hilarious. And, uh, um, as a matter of fact, I ran into someone that has his job at the Yankees. Oh, really? Yeah. Anyway, so I said, what do you think? I'm George Costanza of the Yankees. I said, oh, okay. <laughs> so I said, tell me a little bit about it. <laughs> he said, no, I'd be shot if I did. But uh, it was, uh, um, yeah, that was a, that's a great show. And I, you know, that's still one that you kind of watch late at night sometimes when you get home, isn't it? Okay. Turn it on just to time. get through the day. Kind of had a rough day. You turn it on and laugh a little bit, forget about things. Um, yeah, it's an excellent show. Thanks for playing along. Yeah, yeah. I don't go off on too many tangents. I don't. <laughs> I, I I do know. I don't know if we need to have a basketball tournament for football. I know I heard he did that. Yeah, yeah. Sixty-four teams. I guess we'd play all the way to March or April. <laughs> he was great yesterday. Someone asked him if he had a boat, and he said no. And they said, well, if you had a boat, what would you name it? And he's like, well, I'd name it Sharon. That's my wife's name. He's like, if I had to do it over again, I would have named all my kids Sharon, all their grandkids Sharon. He's like, I have so many decisions to make. If everyone was just named Sharon, make my life a lot easier. <laughs> so I don't, I don't, I don't think Sharon would agree with that. So he wouldn't do it. <laughs> and in transition back to football, um, <laughs> Kyle Evans returned to kick the yeah. other day. Uh, but it seemed that KD was was he off the field at that point in time, and kind of what is your strategy there at kick return? Um, well, um, we had uh, KD back there. Some he's done good. We um, put Kyle back there. KD was run, covering punts and kicks and different things too. Um, and uh, we uh, just wrote it. We have um, Ronnie Blackman back there. They're they're doing a good job. Um, we just got to do a better job blocking for them. We're not doing a very good job blocking for them. Um, when we've got to. We've got to do better at that. I, I thought we'd be a little bit better at that than we were. You know, when you play here, um, and it's not, a, it's not an excuse, it's just a fact, you never get any returns. And then you go on the road and you get returns and they just haven't done it enough. Um, and uh, hopefully we'll be better this week because I guarantee you they'll kick it to us to return because we didn't get it out very far. We've got to do a better job in that, and uh, I believe we will. Any weather concerns? Um, it's football. <laughs> That's one of the beauties of football. I just wish it was grass with mud. It'd be even more fun. I, I think you have one more question. Yeah, it was. I, I talked about it after the game. As soon as the game was over, I uh, went in and called him. And um, well, I was in the locker room and uh, just you know thanked him. Sorry, couldn't be there. And I asked him what it was like watching it at home. It was nerve-wracking. And uh, he, he said it was nerve-wracking watching it from there. I think he could yell a little more because you can't yell in the press box. So you could probably scream and yell a little bit, um, throw things at the television or yell at me, one of the two. Um, but uh, he, uh, uh, it, it, we did miss him on the trip and uh, definitely hope he gets well where he can go in, go in the future. And um, I think he had 400 and 410. So if you had 410 in a row and you miss one, that's, that's pretty hard. Yeah. And uh, he does a great job, and we missed having him there. And, um, but uh, he was excited when I called him and excited we won. And, uh, he, you know, of course, he's been a huge part of this program for years and years and years. And um, I was just waiting for him to give me some platyism. And uh, I think I shocked him when I called him. And, it, and he, he didn't, I thought he'd have some plat. you know, back in so-and-so. And so-and-so -and -so set a record today. But he did know. He did tell me that um, uh, Philip was only five yards away at that time, right? Hey, he told me, you know, he, was, he already knew that. So uh, he's on top of it. Thank you, Coach. All right, thank you. Thank you. Go for it, Nick. 
So before the season, I know you guys got the question, like, are there going to be enough footballs to go around, all these receivers returning? So what did you do to become Steven Montez's favorite target recently? How did you make that relationship work? Honestly, me and Steven just talk a lot, yeah. um, you know, off and off, off and on the field kind of stuff. Uh, we kind of developed a relationship. But I mean, I, I feel like he just has relationships with all of the all of the receivers. Honestly, I, I feel like he just thinks uh, more of a I'm more of a kickstand for him. If he's ever in a, uh, any danger, like of getting a sack, or if like basically I'm just always there. I'm always going to be open for him to throw the ball. So you're not buying him like his favorite fast food and sliding it to him to get it. <laughs> nah, no benefits come with that. <laughs> Uh, how did you throwing the football uh, evolve? I, I know you had a touchdown pass last year. All you yeah. do is throw touchdown passes when you get a chance. Uh, yeah. I, I don't think you played quarterback in, in high school. Just uh, maybe tell us a little bit about how, how that came about in this offense. Um, you know, just playing in, uh, in youth leagues and stuff like that, I used to play quarterback. And then when I got to high school, I switched my position to just straight wide receiver. But I always like knew I could throw the ball. And uh, when I got here, I would just like play around jokingly, just throw the ball like 60 yards, just like playing around with some of the other receivers and quarterbacks. And um, Coach DePrado, like, seen me launch the ball one day uh, all the way across the field, and he was like, he just said that I had a big arm. And I told him to just, like, jokingly, I was just like, yo, like, tell them to put me a quarterback or tell them to give me a pass or something. He was like, all right. Next week, he was like, Hey, we're playing USC. We got a passing for you, and I was like, "All right, like that's cool." <laughs> like <laughs> we practiced it and it worked, so they kind of just rely on me to do those kinds of trick plays, I guess. Uh, Coach, two eighty-plus yard drives in the fourth quarter last week on the road in a tight game. I guess what did that one do for the offense's confidence in general? And two, what do you think it did for Stevens' confidence? Um, I think it just kind of kick-started our, our drives and kind of just uh, made us know, like, just as an offense, we kind of knew that, okay, these kinds of plays could, could get us going. And after that, we are, you've seen that we were just confident in ourselves, and we knew that every single time we stepped on the field, we were like, okay, we have to put points on the board. And just those types of plays just kind of, you know, boost your momentum and, in a positive way. Bryce, take us that uh, two-point play. You had a big one last year against Oregon. Yeah. the one last weekend. All right. Um, so, actually, the play wasn't even supposed to go to me. It was supposed to go to Eddie. But they, I guess they ran that play every single Thursday at practice. So, once we ran it there, just they pointed it out right away, like right as we came off the ball. And so, I was just working the back end line. And usually, I stop at practice. I don't even keep going. And I seen Montez, like, kind of in a, in a bind, and so I just kept going across the whole end line, and I just happened to get be wide open and took a, a hard hit. <laughs> Is it any different catching the ball that Steven throws compared to catching the ball that Sefo threw? Um, it's just the speed of the ball, honestly. Um, Sefo would get it there, but Steven obviously has like a bigger arm, and so he just gunned it in there, and he could fit it in tight spots a lot, like I'll say a lot better. Bryce, did Chev bring back the knockdown board, uh, the yak board as well, back this season? And if so, how are the standings looking there? Yeah, um, for the yak board, I think Devin is still winning. Um, 
I'm in third place. Shay's in second for that. And then in knockdown board, I'm winning that. <laughs> no one's gonna, I'm always going to win that one. <laughs> Any more questions for just uh, the team in general? Um, it, what's the mood like this week? Coming off of a win after after a losing streak, you feel like you guys are really uh, just like an extra bounce in your step a little bit. Just um, getting that win and being able to go forward with that. Yeah, um, I don't think any of us are complacent, which is a good part about the team. But we 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 all see that we have the potential to to win big games that we need to uh, to knock out and. You know, we just, I guess we're just kind of going into a mindset that this is going to be a close game. You know, they, they have a really good offense, and their defense it has improved a lot since last year, at least to me. And um, we just know that, you know, it's got to be a, a real gutty game. And at the end of the day, we can't, we can't look past them like we can't look past, like, any other team. Okay. Thank you, Bryce. All right.